Hello and welcome to the Beer Breath Podcast. It is Friday, December 7th. Today we are in a funky little studio. Um, it's just a couple of us, Trey and I, to be exact. And today we are joined by Mr. Skyler Farwell. Skyler, how's it going? It's going well. Skyler is a good friend of ours. We're going to be picking his brain a little bit. But the exciting thing is, is Skyler brought a beer for us to try. I'm excited about it. I, like, the beer breath I like the looks of it. So, get ready for it. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer breath podcast. Skylar Farwell brought Breckenridge Brewery Fine Colorado Ale. Avalanche Amber Ale. It's 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 Breckenridge Brewery? Caramel so malt body with a brew. light hop character. I kind of like the sound of that. Yep. I've actually had this one before, had a tasting, and I remember it being good. Um, so I thought I'd give it a second try. I can appreciate that. Well, Let's give her an open. Let's go around the room and open this up. Got the glasses here. Thank you. So you have been to Colorado and tasted this before in Breckenridge? No, I... I uh, I tasted it at a K-State football game, actually. They had a little, the brewery came up and had a testing, a sample testing. A little testicle? Mm-hmm. It is amber, indeed. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's got a good amount of uh, amber color to it. Caramel malt, bo- caramel malt body mm. with a light hop character. Ooh, I like the smell of it. Let's put that up there. You, you know when they teach you in science class you're supposed to smell like this? Yeah. Waft it. Waft Why it is that in your face? Because you don't want to go down on a, something that's going to like knock you out, right? Yeah, you're right. What if organic chemistry created something that we've never seen before and all of a sudden it just kills you instantaneously? Gotta waft it. Like Joe Dirt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yellow like mustard dirt. gas. <laughs> so let's sip on this. This is the beer review for today. Give it a couple sips. Cheers. We'll review it at the end of the episode. Yeah, cheers, boys. Cheers. Let it slide past your tongue. Cheers. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, like we said, Mr. Skyler Farwell on the podcast today. Skyler is a good friend of ours. Uh, went to Linden High School, uh, as did I, as did Trey. A mm-hmm. um, little bit younger than us. Whoa. A little bit. You're, you got a month on me. I got a month on <laughs> you. Not even a month, actually. Like two weeks. Yeah, just about. Two and a half. Class of 2013. And going to school... At Washburn University, correct? Mm-hmm. So tell us about that. I am in law school at Washburn University. Um, so I guess I don't really get to see the whole university because we're kind of secluded on the corner. But What made you want to get into law school? I didn't want to find a job right out of graduate school. Undergraduate school. Undergraduate school. And you got your undergraduate where? At Kansas State University. In what? Again? Finance. 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 Right. College of business though, so you can't really I don't know about I don't know about any of that. Oh. You had the fancy pants uh business school and all that stuff, but I did not get to enjoy that actually. That really? was yeah. That was built the summer after I graduated. Because you graduated early, right? Mm-hmm. How many how many semesters did it take you? It took like three years is all right. Yeah. That's jeez. Yeah. Overachiever. He graduated well, before I did. Yeah, goodness. I didn't know that. He straightened to law school. Skyler and I went. Right Skyler and I go way back, but not as far back was Finance 450. 
with Mr. Hendricks. With Mr. Scott Hendricks, Scott Hendricks who is Warren Buffett Jr. Um, and Warren Buffett, biggest fan, number one fan. <laughs> yeah. And he loves Casey's stock, Casey's General Store. Casey's General Store. And Tiffany & Co. That was his thing. He's I've never had the pleasure the, to, to hear about this guy. So this guy, Scott Hendricks, is about five foot one. I'd give him five two, five three. Five two, no, five he's three. Not really. <laughs> I thought you were about to say five seven. No, no, just like one inch tall. Not very tall. No. He's pretty plump. He's he's plump and balding. White hair, kind of elvish, elvish looking. Am I am I on yeah, the right track? Yes. Here? Something about his hands. I don't know. His hands were like he's got pointy fingers. Yeah. I was just about to say elvish. Like he looks like elvish. an elf. Yeah. yeah he looks but, like an elf. I mean, not. You think pointy ears? Yeah. I don't know. There's something about him. Well, and like dainty, a, like an elder elf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe more like a troll. Yeah, I, I guess you, if you were to combine a troll and an elf, probably seventy-five percent elf. Don't but. trolls? Don't they have like? Isn't there a negative connotation to that, like being stupid? Because he's I, very smart. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I'm not very dust. That, yeah. I'm not too dusted up on my history about mythical characters. Whoops. What were we talking about? Scott Hendricks. Oh yeah, only. him in school and how Minus I never had the pleasure. Yeah, before that, yeah, we were in class together and we would study and stuff like that. And Scott, probably got a way better grade in that class than I did. But I don't think anybody got a good grade in that class. That's true. <laughs> so I have heard I've heard about finance four fifty, but I haven't heard about the teacher as much. I've heard everyone that you all of you guys that went out there and did finance or some sort of business talk about finance four fifty, and it and it's like. It's said with like the most horrid tone of all time, so I gotta assume it's miserable. So there was a rumor. This could be fact. You could probably actually look this up, but it was like the most failed class or the most dropped class on campus. Yeah, actually, I think so. I don't know if I can find that stat anywhere, but so we've got Skyler in the studio here uh, looking up stats for us already. Yeah, fact checking. Fact check. Wow. But <clears throat> it was super tough class, and I don't know if they've change the way that the class structure is yet but i think they were going to split it they were going to split it into two classes because there was just that much material yeah after we got out of the well when they got the new business building they got a new professor to teach it so now they have two and the class size is much smaller and they also dumbed it down to where they're fitting in i think three quarters the amount of information so new these millennials man they're soft they're just soft yeah Life's easy. Back in our day, we have to, <laughs> used to have to go to Finance 450 uphill both ways in the snow. Yeah. And they can't even go That's to a class in Fairway. Yeah, and when it was in Umberger, they have heated sidewalks on that side. So you can skip class because, I mean, you can get there. They heated the sidewalks? Yeah, that side, that those sidewalks are heated, I'm pretty sure. Whoa. Oh, wow. Rich. Yeah, big see where, time. Where the tuition increase no is kidding. going. No kidding. No kidding. So law school. Mm-hmm. Reading a lot of books. Uh <laughs> Used to, I kind of, st- <laughs> uh, some classes that I'm interested in, I'll do all the reading, but uh, it's gotten to the point where now, uh, I don't do as much reading as I probably should, but I make it to all the classes. So that's kind of how I justify it. <laughs> <laughs> so when do you graduate? <clears throat> this May, 2019. Goodness sakes. And then what? Then hopefully I can find a job somewhere. So you're 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 practicing like you're studying what kind of law again? Um, well, I guess technically I'm specializing in tax law, but I'm also taking a lot of uh, energy law courses. Like right now, I'm in energy law and oil and gas. 
Um, and I'm taking renewable energy next semester. Mm-hmm. So, so you're gonna go work for some huge corporation? For kale. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna go, go work, work for Kale. That'd be fun. Yeah, you guys <laughs> could just stay up all night, watch The Office. So how does that? I mean, I have no idea about anything when it comes to like natural resources, oil and gas, and stuff like that. So how does the <clears> law? How does the law fit into that side of it? I mean, obviously, there's like. Does it have to do with land? Does it have to do with contracting? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, contracting is, contracting is actually... I'm a fucking You're genius. a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. It it's YouTube. Did you look it up on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, we, I, like we said. The you, show notes back... The show notes back <laughs> there were telling me. University of YouTube. Yeah. So No, I have no idea. So it's contracts. <clears throat> yeah, contract law is kind of in everything. Um, it's one of the main courses that you know, the ABA requires you to take in every university across any, every accredited university across the nation. Um, but as far as like oil and gas, obviously you have contract law and, and leases, you know, farm farmers leasing out their mineral estate there for an oil company producer to come in and get some oil. Um, and so mineral title is a big deal too, you know, understanding who owns what. Um, but <laughs> Most of it's kind of boring, especially in energy law, um, where it deals mostly with like federal agencies and processes. And so you're going to take down the man? That's what I'm hearing? Take down the man? I don't know about that, but... <laughs> Do you get military clearance? I don't think so. No. It's going to be hard to take down the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, so is class in law school, like, obviously we all had a little bit different experience. I have a science degree. You guys have business degrees from the same school. So between the three of us, there's a lot of difference. Um, where I came from, I was a liberal arts school. So it was a lot of talking, a lot of uh, chatting, right? So everything had, it was important to hear everyone's opinion on things. And it was important to like, our school put a big focus on like, um, hearing everyone's side and like blending ideas to come to a, you know, learn, right. And it helped, but is law school like just mostly discussion based or is it like, like what's a lecture like in law school? Is it a lot like any other class you've ever been to or? Uh, yes, very heavily lecture based, I would say. I'm trying to think about my classes in my undergrad. Um, so there's not as much, I mean, your assignments, you're not doing any like, well, I guess there's some classes where you're writing a lot, but most of it's just showing up to class, doing the reading, listening to the lecture, um, and then you know, providing input. If you're a good student, you know, during class, raising your hand, asking questions and stuff like that. But how often do you but, talk in class? Oh man, <laughs> not that often. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm, if I'm interested in the course, which there's been a few courses that I've been super interested in. Um, and it's a smaller setting. Uh, I've put in quite a bit of input, I guess. What was your most favorite class to this point? Mm. I really like my oil and gas class that I'm in right now. That's exciting. Yeah. Does that maybe what steered steered you towards a focus that you're like, is that like something you declared like a while back, like focusing on oil or energy law or whatever? Mm. Is that something that's just reared its ugly head towards the end of your, uh, end of your uh, degree? Kind of. Um, so I got all my general classes that you have, that you're required to take out of the way. And then, so I had some freedom just to kind of pick what classes uh, I thought I might be interested in which is a whole other story because you think you might be interested in something and then you get into it and you get halfway through the semester and you're like, holy crap, this is nothing like I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, this oil and gas and energy law this semester are the first 
two energy classes that I've taken, I guess. So. Woohoo. I usually don't get halfway through the semester before I realize that it wasn't a class I wanted to take. I had an anthropology class in college that I took for two weeks, and I probably went to about 25% of those classes. Uh-huh. I realized it wasn't for me, mostly because it was a lot of reading. I do not read very well. I struggle too. <laughs> like you can't read or you can, don't like to read? I can read. <laughs> okay, good. I don't like to read. I should have clarified that, Avalanche. I Avalanche. <laughs> Avalanche. Amber Alley. No, I think I think I know what you're saying, though, because um, I, tr- I try, like, you know, everyone that's successful is always saying, oh, you got to read, you got to read. Book a day. A book a day, which is uh, <laughs> fucking absurd. I haven't read, like, I don't know, I'm not going to try to do the math off the top of my head, but I haven't even read a point two percent a book a day in my entire life because i've i don't know i don't read enough nearly enough because while i'm reading i think we've talked about this before i'm thinking about everything else that i could be doing i think that i struggle with add sometimes but it's absolutely fucking amplified when i have a book in front of me (sighs) yeah last book i picked up end of the cosmos by carl sagan super interesting and i do this every time i try to read I'll read three quarters of it or half of it, and then I'll just stop. Yeah, and then I'll hate myself for the next three months because I didn't finish it. Uh, but what is that book about? Into the Cosmos. Yes, I've never heard of it. I probably should. It's uh, like the, one of the books of our generation, I guess. I don't oh, know. Yeah. What is it? Is it fiction, <laughs> nonfiction? What is it? No, it's about it's about how our universe came to be, like the Big Bang, mm-hmm. and then just kind of starts with the Big Bang, and then. With the expanse of the universe, uh, Carl Sagan, along with some other smart people, uh, talk about how we've observed our universe in the last 13 million years. I say it seems well, a little bit more like less the book of our generation, more like the book of the, the whole entire history. <laughs> yeah. Well, how well versed are you on this? Not very well versed. Because I but. love talking about space. It blows my mind, but I'm interested until I get to a point where I'm like, I can't grasp this, and then I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, and that's why that's why it's so acclaimed, critically acclaimed. Is that the is that the word, Trey? I think it is. Yeah. Or why people think this book's so great is because he does a really nice job of keeping it simple, so that your average person can understand what's going on. But <clears throat> and then Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. I think he did a newer version. Um, and I think he cites Into the Cosmos quite a bit. And he does a really nice job, too. I actually started that one, got half through, halfway through and didn't finish it. <clears throat> but Was it tied into but, his show? Like, did he tie that into the Cosmos? The one Because he did the, you know, on Netflix, yeah. there's yeah. A, the Cosmos. That's, like, tied together, I take it. I'm sure, yeah. It's pro- I didn't know if it was, like, a stair step. Like, like here's, a, like, exactly what happened in the book and then the show. Because I've watched a lot of the show. I watched the first episode of that show. And... I was sitting on my couch. I was by myself. I was not under the influence of anything. And my eyes were so wide. And I felt so fucking small after I watched that first episode. Because he just starts, like, he just starts moving out, like, getting further and further away and further and further away. And he talked about, uh, like, he broke it down the length of time that, like, we've inhabited this planet. Mm Mm-hmm. And compared that to 
the calendar in just the month of December. So it's kind of topical that we're talking about it now, but talking about how life has been on earth, just call it the month of December and history as we know it is December 31st. So there's all this stuff that happened before these 30 days Mm -hmm. before, but breaking that down into time. Dude. So when I was in school, uh, we talked about, I think it was an ecology class. I can't remember really cool professor in ecology. So I feel like that's maybe where it was. Um, she showed us this. Uh, she showed us this um, video, and they they did the same sort of thing. They compared the history of humans um, on a video, in like time time comparison. So it was like a three minute video, and it's like it's like a, a walk through time of like Big Bang, big you know here's this here you know whatever mammals whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's like three minutes, and at the end it's like bloop, and it's just it's just literally oh, like yeah. you just it just just a flicker on the screen, and that's humans. Yep. It's crazy. It was really it's like, crazy. you know, you expect it to be okay. It's it's two minutes into this three minute video. It's gonna come up soon. No, it's not. It's in the last tenth of a second of this three minute video. It's insane. That's another thing where I'm like, there's, you said insignificant. There's like a little bit of a um, terror, but also like a little bit of like peace in that. In, in my opinion, because it's kind of like, oh, it's none of this is that big of a deal. But also, it's like none of this is a big deal at all. So. Fuck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it, like... So you think about all the things that you worry about during the day. Mm-hmm. You, uh, like, Let's say you fuck up at work or something like that. And it's something that you can resolve on your own. Think of how insignificant something like that is. Like, yeah. you freak out about it all day. You go home and you sleep on it. And maybe you wake up the next day and you just kind of forget about it. Or maybe, like, it fucks you up for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Think of how long a couple days is compared to umpteen billion years or whatever. How yeah. long has the Earth been? When was the Big Bang? About 13 billion years, give or take. Billion. Billion. With the billion. B. Yeah, with the B. Bill with the B. With the B. <laughs> oh. Oh. So yeah. think about the two seconds at work where you like are just a complete dumbass. That's every day. Don't worry about it. Most minutes. Yeah. Grand scheme. Don't worry about it. Doesn't that just make like the stress that you bring upon yourself, like every in every facet of everything, like stress over shit you can't control? It just makes it so silly. Like that's what makes me just like, oh my god, why am I concerned at all about anything? Because it's so insignificant, and I'm literally like ruining my day to day life stressing about this. Oh my god, I don't think about it like that ever, but I need to. Yeah, I need to. It's a it's a healthy practice, and I think I I'm saying I do, but I don't. I mean, I think I can do a better job, but. Space, man. Space. Space pony. Space pony. Yeah. All right. So, I've gathered the fact that you're slightly introverted. Is that true? Me? Yeah. No way. You don't think so? No, yeah. I am. Definitely. There's nothing wrong with that. No. I think I am, too. I get in phases. Like, there will be days that I want to go out and, like, party and meet new people and stuff like that and then there's other days where i could you could literally leave me at home in the corner by myself and i'd be perfectly fine like i would rather have that yeah no that that's that introversion with skylar is like why um skylar like and i'm not kissing your ass because you're on the podcast you know this like skylar's one of my most favorite people because literally when you're having like a like legit like real conversation with skylar it's like 
it's real. Like that motherfucker's talking to you about something he's wanted to talk about for a while. And he's maybe thought a lot about. So when he's saying things like, listen, cause he's put a lot of thought into like what he's telling you. That's why I really value things that he says. Cause it's like, he has opinions on things that I don't ever think about. Um, need one of these? Yeah, actually. Thank you, it's sir. uh it's uh yeah it's just a cool conversation every time and it's it's like we get we get a little bit serious usually when we have conversations but it ends up like being really real so i've always enjoyed that about skylar even though even though i gave him shit all the time about being introverted it's one of the cooler things because it's uh he ends up having some pretty uh interesting thoughts on things can you get that done without breaking it i'm just being careful okay it's all right. Well, Everybody knows what we're doing around here. Yeah. Popping bottles. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Trey. Here. Yeah, I appreciate those kind words. Yeah, no. You but, should know that by now. We might have to yeah. dip into the other stash because we're out of avalanches. These are really good. We can go ahead and review these right now. Yeah, I'll talk to. about it. So, avalanche amber ale. This is, again, this is a Breckridge. <laughs> Breckridge. Maybe we'll dip Breck- in the other stash. <laughs> <laughs> you just take out those middle syllables and you're fine. Breckenridge Brewery. Fine Colorado ale. It, I mean, it's. I'm guessing brewed and and bottled in Breckenridge. I, I think it so. Says that, but I, you want me to bring the? Oh, I brought. The, I don't think it says anything different on this, as it does on there. I think I think I've had Breckenridge Brewery before, um, but I've never had this one. Um, we piled around in a Canyon Blackhawk, and then what's the one with the uh, Coors in it? Uh, Coors in Colorado. What's where's that? Coors Brewery. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Aren't you a Coors diehard? Right if you say it, I'm gonna be pissed that I don't know it. It's uh, it's Golden Golden, golden Colorado. Golden, yeah. yeah, I just said that golden. right before you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we piled around Golden like a year ago now. Uh, for we were up there for my cousin's wedding, and I try. I think I tried to Breckenridge something, but I think it was wheat. I don't think it was this. Oh, you know what we should do. Start keeping this. We should start keeping these and then make the beer breath logo out of them. Cut Dude, them up. I'm totally down. Are you kidding me? We just tried some of the house last night. I'll keep Ideas those. Ideas born. Ideas born. So Skylar and I and Skylar and Trey and Skylar and everybody that's listening probably go way back. Lennon kid grew up with a brother, a twin brother. A twin brother. Yeah. And then other siblings. But you grew yeah. up with a twin brother. So what is it like? Being a twin. Actually, let's 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 start here because I grew up an only child. What is it like? This is a question for you both, I guess. What is it like growing up with a sibling or a brother in this case? Um, Trey, you can start. Go ahead. I'll start because mine's less cool. Like it's not something that you know. Barely anybody on the planet has a twin, but most you know a lot of people have a brother or a sibling. Um, me and my brother. Um, we were uh, close enough age that there was like a little bit of competi- like healthy competition uh, through our years of growing up. Um, we bickered like every sibling does, and uh, it made us both better people and better, you know, athletes and everything else. Um, I would never have been who I was in sports if it wasn't for my brother being hard on me when I was young and making me better. Um, and then it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a obligated best friend, but my brother, I think my brother's hilarious. He cracks me up. I really enjoy spending time with him. Um, and that's kind of what we, we, like I said, we bickered when we were in the house together and then we were far enough apart where my whole high school, I was by myself in the house. Basically he was, um, he was out and, uh, when I was in eighth grade. So we, we grew a lot closer after high school and that's where we're at now. Uh, but yeah, it's, 
there's nothing really more comfortable than hanging out with like somebody you've known your entire life. I mean, obviously I've known all you shitheads for most of my life, if not all my life, but, uh, you know, you, you literally grew up in the most intimate ways with your siblings. So, uh, that's what I can say about having a brother. It was, it's really cool. Uh, it, yeah, it was a good experience. I mean, I wouldn't trade it. I don't know what else I can say about it. More brothers. Yeah. More sisters. Yeah. Uh, best friends when you guys were in the house together? Oh, no. Uh, I, we were always close. We always would, um, this is like a, I think a running thing in the theme. I was a younger brother. So, uh, and you're young, your older brother talks for you a lot. Like he speaks for you, like you're out and he's, well, he'll have this. So I think the running joke was always that Travis did that for me a little bit, just cause that's the nature of an older brother. Um, so I was a little quieter when I was young, I feel like maybe. Um, and then I kind of grew into become more social. Uh, but yeah, we, we were, we, we were, we bickered a lot just because there was, we're, you've seen our family. My family, we're all very competitive. My dad, and my brother and I are super competitive. So anything that could be turned into a competition, could, like it could be a friendly game of pool in the basement and he'd throw a pool stick at you if you beat him, which happened by the way, shout out Travis. Thanks for that. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was good. Yeah. We, I mean, obviously we're, yeah, we're super close now. Back then we were, we were friends and brothers, but it wasn't like, um, as close as we are now. Because there's always something lingering back then, you know, like, oh, I'm going to try to be better than you at this, blah, blah, blah. So you transition that into not only a brother, but a twin scenario. So having the same birthday. Having the same birthday, barely. We were born right after midnight, so it could have been about 20 minutes wow. apart. So, Whoa. Okay, so first question before you get started on your stories. I want to hear your stories, but. Do you know the percentage of humans that are twins? I, I can guess, and I'll look it up real quick. I'm going to guess around 15 to 17%. That's a lot higher than I thought. Yeah. Because you said not a lot of people. Yeah. Hardly, you said hardly anybody are twins. still pretty narrow. I, I mean, mean, yeah, I'm just saying that when you said, I'm not saying that you're wrong yeah. in saying that. I'm just saying when you said that, I was like, I have no idea. Yeah. I would so, I would bet it's nine. Well, I'm I'm way off. I've said nine. Uh, that's what I figured. <laughs> I said nine percent. <clears throat> yeah, that was uh it's probably I was way off. Two. Um but I was right. I, f- I figured but I was right. I, f- I figured that uh the rate was increasing, but actually so um nineteen eighties it was around two percent and in two thousand and one it got all the way up to three point three percent. Wow. So it is and you're only so, almost the number okay. you set off. The thing about increasing sounds stupid to me. Am I wrong in thinking that? I don't because know. as more <clears throat> twins are born, aren't they born with that? I mean, the likelihood of the next, like their kids. I don't think it's twins, hereditary, is it? It's. I don't think it's. Well, it is. Uh, fraternal twins. Um, identical twins are hereditary. And so are fraternal twins. Yeah, they're both a little bit hereditary. So that really? stat's fucking stupid to me. The fact that they're increasing. <laughs> no shit. It's no shit they're increasing. Yeah. If twins are having kids, then that rate's going to go up. Do the math. Let's ignore that fact. Doesn't matter. So less than 4% of the population. Less than 4%, yeah. Are twins. Yeah. And you are fraternal. I am fraternal, yep. So, so that's different. Which means... Which means that Scott and I, Scott, my twin brother, were two separate eggs, as a, as a, compared to identical twins who are the same egg, and the egg just splits in the womb. 
<clears throat> um, which means that there is no possible way that fraternal twins can be conjoined. Is that true? Or is that not true? They can be conjoined, I think. I, I'm not an expert, but I think when you're not an expert, you're just one of them. Scott's actually I'm behind the curtain. Born, born expert. <laughs> no, I think I think when when twins are conjoined, I th- I think that's when they just when they're developing early on, they 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 just kind of merge. I don't know. I can. Look I don't know before. anything about anything. I, I don't want know. you to do it. <clears throat> but don't like research a bunch of shit. We're on the podcast trying to learn about you. So if you don't know it, then well, I might as well learn a little bit. Are here, right? <laughs> Smarter. He's got the laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. I don't know anything about how twins are conjoined, um, but I do know that identical twins are the same egg, and fraternal twins are two separate eggs, which is what Scott and I were. Um, but going back before we dive too deep in <laughs> twins and <laughs> science, yeah. Um, yeah, Scott was almost born on the fifth, and because her birthday is August sixth, and I was almost born on the sixth. Or I was born on the sixth, but you know we, we we almost had different birthdays. Um, but we are just like any other brothers, like Travis and Trey, um, except we were born on the same day. It's an interesting take on that. Must be nice. Yeah. Be the same age. What was it like? Did you do you feel like you you became closer because you were the same age, or do you think? I mean, obviously you and Scott are extremely close. Yeah. Well, I mean. Obviously, yes, we'd be closer because we were the same age and, you know, we did absolutely everything together, especially when we were younger, all the way through high school. Really, when we went to college, we parted ways and that's when we sort of stopped experiencing the exact same things, I guess. Although, But but to go to your point with uh, having an older brother um, who kind of took the lead, uh, Scott was born first. And so he kind of, I guess, I don't know if it's because of that, probably not. But anyways, he assumed the role of older brother, mm-hmm. I guess. And so, you know, throughout our lives, I don't know if I was the smart one for making him do everything first, but he always <laughs> did everything first. You know, I'd watch him test the waters and then say, okay. It, you know. Here's the real way to do that. Yeah, <laughs> You're the wise one, though, just like tapping him into the water. Like, oh, yeah, try that. Yeah. <laughs> Scott puts so. his hand on the oven. And he's like, oh, shit, that's hot. Or on the stovetop or whatever. Mm-hmm. This guy's like, yeah, dumbass, it's hot. Yeah. yeah. Fucking idiot. So I was now the, I know. <laughs> I was the observer and Scott was the doer, I guess. You could say. Interesting. So, <clears throat> what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, the being born on the same day thing. So, close to midnight, if Scott was born on the 5th and you were born on the 6th, just think about it like that. How weird did that have been for like, think of all the things that you would have done later in your life where that would have came up, like being in school, you guys are twins and you're in the same class and everybody knows you as twins, but you're celebrating your birthdays on different Saturdays. days. <laughs> that, that would have been like Going to the doctor, like if you go to a different doctor that didn't obviously, they knew that you were twins, they're seeing the paperwork, oh, these are fraternal, fraternal twins and they've got different birthdays, so they're going back to the the clerical worker and say, Hey, somebody fat fingered this or whatever. Yeah. Like they got to be on the same day. Hindsight though. Uh, in his class, it would have been pretty clutch for them to both be on different days. Cause cupcakes, two different days. Well, the bad yeah. thing is, is that you didn't probably say you're a summer birthday. So mm-hmm. didn't get to celebrate birthdays in class. No, but I two birthday part parties, just two different, like oh, two yeah, different yeah, days. That'd be cool. Like yeah. you never even got to have your own day. You got to have you and Scott's day. 
But realistically, for convenience sake, I'm sure my parents would have just <laughs> held it on the same day, you know. They just but, held two different themed birthday parties, like within a day of each other. Like <laughs> Scott wanted, I don't know what, as a kid at whatever party he wanted. He wanted fucking Rugrats and Skylar wanted uh, Rocket Power. I don't know, something just completely off the wall. Dude, that was so yeah, badass. Very Either one of those, I would have attended either one of those birthday parties today. I'd attend either Me one too. of those birthday parties. <laughs> I had a Rugrats beach towel for like eight years. My favorite thing. <laughs> Dude, I had this. Uh, I wish I. I actually looked them up on eBay, and they're outrageously priced. But they're it's a Scooby Doo mystery machine alarm clock Dude. that I had when I was a kid. It was amazing. I don't even know what it could have played some off the wall tune. I'm not sure, but. I would have that by my bed right now. I might buy it still. It was like sixty or seventy-five bucks, but which is outrageous. Scott and I got a. I think we still have it actually. A SpongeBob themed alarm clock Ooh. that played the theme song. Oh, speaking of, rest in peace to the SpongeBob's creator. creator. Yeah, um, he's got a funny name. What was his name? I feel bad for not knowing it. I don't remember. Either. I can see it pop up on the screen though. Was it? Is more than H? Look well, it up, look it up. That's something we're looking up. I don't know if I'm supposed to look at Do you remember I saw the meme, so obviously we're in a meme culture, but I saw the meme where it was like, how high is he going to go, Patrick? All the way up, all the way up, SpongeBob or whatever. He said that, that made me laugh. Oh, this is Steven Hillenberg. That's I said Hill, I was going to say Hildebrand yeah. or something weird. Heisenberg. Weird? Weird that SpongeBob creator makes meth? Sucks. Born in 61? How old, how old was that? Not that old. Yeah. Not that old? No. 60, yeah, 64, 64 is 54, so yeah. 61? No, no. 77 is what I said. Oh, years old? Oh, it'd be 39 plus 18, whatever that is. I'm way off. No, that's what 61? I said. 61? 64 is 54, because that's my dad's age. It would have been 57. Yeah. 77, 20 years old. I thought you said, thir- thought you said 37. That's what I thought he said. Yeah, it's oh. not that old. What happened? Uh... Why are we investigating his death? Did they do an autopsy? Rip. Didn't he have cancer? I have no idea. He might have. That makes make a little sense. uh, Yeah, that would make sense. Or heart attack. Who knows? Chocolate! (laughs) That's every time I think about that show. (laughs) Neurodegenerative disease? I don't know. I just got an ad. For what? What are your cookies telling the world? What's that? They're probably telling them to listen to the Beer Breath podcast. I hope so. On their favorite platform. Have we figured out how to put the cookies out there to do that yet? No. We're figuring it out. We're we still can coding. call Mark Zuckerberg, though. I've got his number if we want to yeah. get us on Facebook. Smart Bill Speaking Gates. of Facebook, you would think that if they were smart enough to figure out what you were looking at, they would be smart enough to know that you had already bought such thing. Because, I bring this up because... I've recently bought a new toothbrush mm-hmm. that I looked up on the internet and I'm not going to say what it is because they're not paying us, but I bought a new toothbrush. I had done maybe 15 seconds of fucking research on it. That is all I see on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube. That's the only thing I see right now is that ad for that toothbrush. And if they're listening, X company, I fucking bought it, so good job. But now you can move on to the next person. Yeah. Listen, guys, we're not that easy. Yeah, but okay? think about how how much how much to, how many things do you search that you don't end up buying? Because it costs them cents on the cents for you. Cents that's cents on the cents. 
I don't know what the year. So you're getting to the hundredth place in the decimals. <laughs> Anyways, oh, okay, I get it. It costs them very little to show you that ad. So in in the case that you looked it up, and it, at least you're thinking about it. So you've looked it up, and in, in the chance that you haven't bought it, now they're flooding you with ads. Hoping- I'm cool with that. So we're. So they had to have just bought them in bulk and said, okay, you looked at this. Let's, for the next two months. Two months, really? I don't know. It's still going on. I have no idea how long it's going to be. Okay, let's <laughs> dial it back. Two I, weeks. Two weeks. Let's say for the next two weeks, we're going to run this ad. Because it was less than two weeks ago when I actually looked it up on the internet. So for two weeks straight, we're going to flood them with ads. I'm cool with saying that, but where was I going with this? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, dude. I'm losing my mind. He started monologuing. Um, so you're talking about ads and how it was silly that you already bought it. And two months have gone by since you looked it up and bought it, made your purchase. And now they're just paying to paying to. Try okay, to so something. yeah, so they're just they're not purposely flooding me with ads still because I've already purchased it. They're still working off that one day that I looked it up. Right, they're working on. So let's say, you know, November fifteenth. November fifteenth, I looked it up on the internet. Said, "What's up?" November eighteenth, I bought it. <laughs> November, like, what's up? Hey, what's up? November eighteenth, I bought it. But on November fifteenth, they're like, "Okay, two weeks of ads." Okay, I think I understand. So this, it's the same company, Company X, still advertise like running an ad towards you, or is it different? No, no, no. Company, company X. Okay. Well, yeah, that doesn't make sense because they should know that you made the purchase. You know, okay, to be fair, I didn't buy it online, but that doesn't mean anything these days because no, they they're listening it. to you. Yeah, oh, yeah, and they're looking at you. You got webcams. Yeah, yeah they, they know everything. Yeah. Like, you got a front-facing camera and you put your thumb on your phone to access anything. Which I can ac- Dude, I can access my payroll information and my time off information with my thumbprint now. That's where I'm at in this world. That's where we're at. Trey's still using a thumbprint. I don't know. I wouldn't assume. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I got an old iPhone. I wouldn't assume that though. Maybe, maybe you're onto something. Maybe they don't account for for in store purchases. Maybe they don't. They're not aware if someone has bought something in store, and so they're still. Maybe they could. Maybe you could save a company some money running ads. No, because now I'm accepting. I'm inviting them in to listen to me every day because there would be no paper trail of me buying that other than them getting store information because i'm not looking it up on the internet now i'm not going to the internet and saying hey i fucking bought this right i'm gonna check the reviews to see if they agree with me on this toothbrush so i don't know i i think that it would make sense to me if the day that i looked it up they said two weeks worth of ads minimum two weeks worth of ads if he looks it up again we'll revisit yeah I don't know why they would. I guess that's good on my part that they they don't know that I bought it because it gives me some privacy. I guess yeah, that's the move. That's the move now. Just look online, but then don't buy it on there. If they if they send me an email like, "Oh fuck," like, "Hope you like the product." Yeah, that would trip me out, dude. T- don't tell me that they don't know that you already bought it. They know for sure. That's what I'm saying. Do they or do they not? They I definitely no do, dude. Come on. Then why are they wasting money on the ads? Uh, uh, because it's a numbers game. Because of bulk pricing. Yeah, well, 
I just think are it's they a think I'm going to forward those emails on now? They're like, oh, no. we'll flood him with emails. So he forwards them to his buddies. No, but I guarantee you, they don't do like a circle. They don't do an if then ad. Like, there's not an if then <laughs> statement in their ads. It's like a, it's like a, if someone looks this up, flood them for two months. But it's not like if they do this, but then if they buy it, stop. It's a, eh, launch it and send it. That brings up an interesting topic. What do you guys think about this sort of conflict between convenience? and privacy. So so obviously it's it's convenient that people who are trying to sell you things, companies who are trying to sell you things, um, know what you're interested in and sort of know what you're looking for so they can kind of point you in the direction of what you might want or need. But at the same time, like you just said, you're concerned with your privacy. I, I don't... Did I say I was concerned? I don't think I'm concerned about it at all. Me. Yeah. That's you. You, you answered that. Okay. <laughs> So, I think that if there wasn't, if there weren't those cookies and those things that no, I don't, I truly do not understand how ad companies work and how ads work on the internet. I mean, I understand that cookies are a part of it. Your search history, things like that will bring you ads based on that. I know for a fact that if that didn't exist, I would not buy as much that makes sense is that something you would you prefer not to buy as much or do you so you, you're straight announcing that you're influential like you're inf- influenceable so like, yeah absolutely i, I mean say, i am too i'm just yeah no i i'm not gonna shy away from that i think i am just go back to the uh, as a what am i trying to say as a for instance mm-hmm. the toothbrush thing i was influenced by other things not necessarily targeting me but just as a, a blanket statement, a blanket advertisement to whom, whomever. Ooh. I use the M in it. Whom? Did you hear that? Jeez, you're fancy. So I don't know if I work. Next time, you I don't know if drink. I work. I don't know if I use the word right, but blanket advertisement to whomever. I was influenced by that ad, and I can't deny that. With that being said, I there's a fine line. That I think they have to tiptoe between getting enough information to figure out what they need to advertise and to whom they need to advertise. Jeez. I don't think I'm using that right at all. I think it is. No, I think it's a preposition, right? A preposition sounds phrase. Good, yeah, when it's the object of the preposition, I think it's whom. I don't. I could be full of shit. Everybody roast me if I'm wrong. <laughs> so, whatever I just said, <laughs> it's a fine line between them finding out who they need to advertise. And them crossing that line into more personal information um, that I don't agree with, but I I know I can recognize the fact that there is that line and that it's going to be crossed if it isn't crossed already. Um, am I just talking bullshit? I no, no. no. I, okay. I was just obviously <laughs> my head's going somewhere it shouldn't. That doesn't need to be discussed. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I I think um, for the most part, like. I'm I practice this thing, right? So every time I like find something I think I want to buy, this might be so stupid and I don't know where I gathered it or where I came up with it. But iPhones have that Safari app, right? And that's where I use like Amazon and a lot of things like that. I'll open a page, search something that I'm interested in buying, and then I just leave that page open for like 3 weeks, 2 weeks, and then I like if it's still there and I'm still interested in it, I'm like I, I should really think about this. By like week two, I'm like, man, I should really think about, that's why I bought a computer. 
That's why I have a computer in my house. Like I'm literally, I there's like I seem like I'm a pretty um fly by the seat of my pants guy, and sometimes I make some like absurd purchases. But usually it's like I've thought about it. Like right now, me and Skyler just looked at a pre workout like a week ago, and it's still open on a Safari. Look, look at this. It's still open on a Safari page, and I'm like, do I really want to buy that? <laughs> Dude, I am not. I am so impulsive when it comes to buying things. It's ridiculous. It's still on bodybuilding.com. It's still open to that pre-workout. Especially if it's like less than 100 bucks. Like there's always a limit for me. Yeah. It depends on what I'm looking at too. I mean, if it's something stupid, if it's less than like 20 bucks, I'm just going to buy it usually. And then, you know, you get that buyer's remorse and stuff like that too. But <laughs> <laughs> there's some things. I, I It's not all things, though, and it's not even half the things, but there are some things that I'm like, ah, I shouldn't have fucking done that. Yeah. But a lot of the things, it's just like, boom, and I buy it, and I have a lot of fun with it, or I enjoy it, whatever. Um, but, dude, I am losing my train of thought. I have no idea. I'd be a much... See, I'm, 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 I'm be a much... Go ahead, Skyler, go ahead. I'm the exact opposite. Like, I'll, I'll research probably too much if, if I'm going to make a purchase. Yeah. Obviously, if it's a bigger purchase, more. But even on, like minimal purchases i'll do a ton of research and i like with the ads and stuff that i get i yeah. I always first thing i think is well if they're trying to sell me something you know they're getting something out of it you know they're just yeah. not gonna sell it to me just so like i'll search around forever to try to find the best deal and you know it just runs in circles and i never end up buying i just waste my time <laughs> i would be dude i would be a much more responsible human if skyler was somehow responsible for my finances because every time we go somewhere together he like he second guesses what i'm buying like not long ago we went to the kuk state game and the night before we went uh to a store here in town and we we're looking for some clothes and i go in there and and so diehard ku guy if you've listened before you know that um I had a polo that I wore to like a ton of big games in KU history. Uh, it was a really nice Adidas polo. It was like, you know, an $80 polo, dry fit thing. I wore it to a bunch of stuff. It died, rest in peace, threw up all over it one night when I was too drunk. Um, had to throw it away, couldn't get the stains out of it. Uh, so I go, we go to this place. I've never had like a good KU like hoodie. I've always had that one shirt. Like that was my like, when I'm going to a big game, I'm wearing this because it's like my kind of my luck thing. It's also yeah. like a nice looking shirt. So we go to the store and I'm looking and I'm impulsive at this stage where I know it's going to be something I'm going to spend money on and I'm going to have it for some time. Like if I'm going to buy a KU hoodie, it's not just going to be something I wear twice and put away. I'm going to wear it 85 times for five years. Like I'm going to wear it for a long time, maybe longer. Um, <clears throat> so we go in there and we're literally, and this is, this is the, the friendship we have. Skylar can kind of give me shit. We get to the register and it was an expensive, you know, Adidas hoodie and, Skyler comments and he goes, are you serious? That's the price to the, to like in front of the person who's <laughs> checking us out. And I'm like, I turn and look at him. I'm like, I'm an adult Skyler. I can, I can do what I want. And like, they're, <laughs> this is probably why everybody that means Skyler go, like we shop somewhere. They think we're in a relationship because he badgers me about how much money I'm spending. People ask us if we're one check all the time, whenever we go <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> that's, the, that's maybe the second time I've given you crap about. <laughs> just today, just today we bought these glasses and I was like, oh, I'm just going to get these. He's like, well, wait, wait, look at these. I'm like, Skyler, no, they're fine. Let's all go. Right. Two times. But that's... yeah, the, the hoodie, I was like, and then it, like I had to justify it on the way home. I had to defend myself to him in the car at home. Like, listen. I'm going to wear it a lot. I'm going to have it for a long time. And I mean that in the most positive way because like I just said, if, if Skylar was around, I probably would have way less stupid clothes in my closet and shit that didn't matter that just sits around. So kudos to you, Skylar. You need to teach me how to be a little bit more less impulsive. But oh, I mean, what were we talking about earlier? It doesn't really matter. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's insignificant. Yeah, it's yeah. insignificant. You know, do what you want to do. As long as your hoodie makes you happy, dude, just buy your hoodie. <laughs> it does. You know? Every every morning I look at that hoodie, I wake up, I point at him like, you, you, man, you're worth the money. <laughs> Skyler doesn't know. I whisper to it, Skyler doesn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Don't listen to him. That's funny. I pet it a little bit. <laughs> so back to your point about the privacy stuff. Versus convenience. Go, versus convenience. Were you going to go further on that? Did I answer your question? Yeah, I think so. I just didn't know which one you, you valued more because obviously as, <clears throat> as we, as our society progresses, life becomes more convenient. Um, and, you know, in this context, in the way of advertising and getting products to consumers who want those products, um, I just didn't know if, because privacy is also a huge concern with a lot of people. So what part of that question comes from a logistical standpoint? Because you've got Amazon on one side doing things like same-day delivery. They've gotten, I mean, they've tested out drone delivery and stuff like that. So will that overtake, will that, that convenient, is that convenience different than the convenience you're talking about in the privacy versus convenience? Well, the delivery system, I mean, I'm... All for it. I don't think there's any privacy concerns with that, I guess, unless you don't want a drone flying over your house. But I was more focused on companies understanding you as an individual, you know, down to like your very personal, because they have crazy algorithms that, mm-hmm. you know, if you like two different things, that must mean that you might like this other thing. Right. That. So convenience as far as oh. them coming to you. Like, you don't have to search out those products because you're already getting heckled with ads about those products because of those privacy issues. And yeah. that is the convenience part of it. Yes. And I, yeah, I guess the majority of people would see that as heckling. I guess the term yeah. used. And, but some people say, hey, you know, I, you know, some people want that. So, how far can it go? Because in my mind, the cookies and, um, you know, these, the data that they've got that they can collect, how far can that go before it's, I don't know, too much to somebody? I have no idea. Because right now, for me, I I don't really see a problem with it because I just know that it's happening. I know that it's happening and it's whatever. Um, There's things that you can do to prevent that, I'm sure. But... Not accept the terms and conditions. (laughs) You gotta I mean, read that whole I fucking mean, thing. Yeah, and nobody does, and I can't remember exactly, but in my contracts class, I learned something about how, you know, and don't quote me on this. I, you know, I'm a law student. I can't give legal advice. I can't mm. form any sort of legal relationship or anything. But I think I remember my professor telling me that, uh, or it was one of the topics, that those terms and conditions they're so long that the law recognizes that the average person doesn't read all of those. And so there's, they've drawn a line that says what is reasonable to have in there and what's unreasonable. And I can't remember exactly, but basically some of the stuff in there may not apply if it comes down to it. But anyway, but yeah, in, in terms of conditions, like when you get a new app on your phone or, you know, whatever you're signing your name on, Mm -hmm. there's probably more in there than what you think. And that's like, that's the biggest that's like up here, which I, nobody can see this on the podcast, but it's like up here. So how do you get above that as far as, I mean, what else can they do? They just have somebody following you around 24-7 and spying on you? I don't understand. Like, I have my phone on me 
all hours of the day. It's an extension of you. It's an extension of myself. Mm-hmm. I am a humanoid. You're a humanoid, just like Elon Musk. <laughs> so, I mean, how much further can they go? If they're tracking everything that's on my phone, what's next? How can they possibly step that up, ramp up those the privacy issues? How can they infringe upon your privacy? They sell you Google Home, and they listen to every single word you say. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they already do that stuff. So, yeah. if that's like, if that's max, or if that's 80%, what could possibly be max? What could be 100%? Figure that out and you'll be a billionaire. I guess so. You know, better, I have a huge fucking lawsuit on my hands. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's something next. There's always something next. Um, but I don't know. I I don't have a strong opinion on it. I'm like Dominic. I don't know that I'm doing anything that's so irresponsible on my phone that I'm too concerned um, about the types of things <laughs> that people could see. Uh, I don't know that I'm... <laughs> incriminating myself on my phone very often so i think i'm uh, i think i'm probably in the clear if someone sees a random ad about a nike shoe that i'm interested in i'm not gonna be like oh don't look that's, at that nike shoe ad don't look at that don't look at that you know that's the thing too is that i'm not involved in criminal activity yeah so to speak um for i mean as far as you guys know yeah but, as far as we're yeah keep keep pretending so, we're ignorant so to me it's not a huge deal um if it was a huge deal to me, I could do things that would, you know, I could sacrifice things like not having a cell phone. Yeah. Stuff like that. Not talking near a phone. Things like that. Like freaked out that the house is bugged or whatever. Um, there's things that I could do to prevent that. So for somebody who is more malevolent, malevolent, malicious, malevolent, malicious or malevolent. Is that a word? I don't know. I'm not big. At, we <laughs> don't check. read. Are you kidding? Why would you idea. ask us that? Somebody who is involved in crime would have a different opinion than I would, obviously. <clears throat> um, but for me, it's not. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. If somebody cares that much about being like quote unquote off the grid, or uh, then they should sacrifice. If they're that desperate, they'll sacrifice the small things that put them on the grid. I'm happy. I'm happily on the grid. I don't care. Like. Yeah cool know the fact that i'm interested in this specific thing on amazon i don't care cool it actually is going to make my life a little easier because all of a sudden i'll be like oh cool that's nice maybe i'll look at that and put it in my safari page for the next three weeks and see if i want to buy it what's the biggest deterrent of whether you buy something or not for myself yeah if three weeks later two weeks later sometime later i'm still interested in it yeah I think there's a pretty good chance if it's like under $200 that I'm just going to get it. What if you were a millionaire, a billionaire? If I was a billionaire? A trillionaire. Oh, I'd buy everything I think about, but I would also try to do the, Jesus, listen to me sounding like I was just about to say something so, I was just going to try to sound so cool, but no, I, I feel like I, I would still mean what I was going to say. I would try to do like the right things first and like be a good person, pay it forward, all that jazz. But Okay, we're not talking about like fucking donating to charity. Yeah, ultimately, ultimately okay, I would uh, buy what I want. the billionaire thing. Think of just like... If money was no object, I would get everything. I would never be a safari thing. That never would have been something that was born in a habit of mine. Yeah. It never would have been... Like I'm so... Dude, I'm so... Like you talked about... Um, what did we talk about? We talked about... Uh, um. Like you buy something, you feel bad about it. What we call that? It's uh, buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse. Dude, I have so much buyer's remorse. I got like a really good deal on my own car that I bought. Was driving it home and was like halfway home. Like, was this a fucking good idea? <laughs> like I almost pulled over on the side of the road. I was like, did I just get had? Like, 
what the fuck did I just do? So I like Googled the cars, MSRP, all that stuff. Uh. Like, did I just make a good decision? And I did. I mean, it was all worth it. But like, that's the kind of person I am. You're looking at a dude who takes a pair of shoes home and is like, wow, was this a good decision? Um, I'm better than that that I used to be because I do what I said I do, which is that practice. Even like big per- any big purchase, I'm like, was that stupid? I have that conversation with myself like 10 times. But I would screw up the cookies because like I'll buy something like, say I bought that that right there, that mixer, I would go home and YouTube reviews about it and like listen to reviews about it after I already bought it. Like I've already spent the money on it, but I'm still going to see what people thought of it as well as me. Like it's probably not going to affect what I do to it or use for, use it for, but I'm still going to be like, man, what do, do people really think? That, did I get a good deal? That's kind of the... It's been put to good use, yeah. right? Yeah, that, I mean, that's not mine, but oh. it's a lot like mine. Yours is bigger, but yeah, what else is I it? mean... <laughs> size doesn't matter right here, yeah so. that's true that's true motion Speaking of the ocean of baby whole, the whole thing we were just talking about i i uh so my phone i have an android <laughs> yeah i so i so for some reason i've just my lock screen i've just been i've had ads for the last like seven months and i don't know where where they came from or what but when my phone's locked there'll be an ad on the front screen so i was like i don't know where it came from so i decided to Sign up for an app that pays me ten cents a day, I think, to to run ads on my front screen. Because I thought, well, if they're going to be running ads anyways, I might as well get something out of it. Yeah. So I just signed up for that. But caveat is caveat, 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 caveat. <laughs> is that French? And they 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 know everything that I see, or everything I look up, everything I'm on. So this like they don't have to hide it now. Because you already you signed up for the ad, so mm-hmm. the things the that they're like, oh, let's tiptoe around this and just make it seem by chance that Skyler found this ad. They're like, oh, he fucking bought the ad or he yeah. downloaded the app. So yeah, easy but peasy. but it was happening anyways. I don't even know how it was happening. So I I just thought, well, I might as well you know make ten cents a day on it. So I don't even look at the ads or anything. I haven't looked at a single one. Dang, I couldn't even tell you ten cents a day for wow. doing nothing. You're rich. Take a whole dollar every ten days if I was to do the math right. You should take those. Well, I think it's ten. I get ten points per day that it's running, and there's some. You can take surveys and watch videos and stuff to get extra points. Whoa! But. My God, I was it a quarter in a survey or? Uh, it depends. I mean, there's sweepstakes that you can enter that give you like sixty points or whatever. He's got like sixty know? grand sitting in his thing, man. What if yeah. you take those and then invest them in penny stocks? There's an idea. It's free money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take the risk right out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Your personal risk. There's still risk involved, right? I mean, yeah, that's the nature of the beast, I guess. <laughs> but I think there's a term for that. Uh, house money. House money, but it's, it's uh, <laughs> that's a casino term. I don't know anything about. Well, it's no, it's a it's a term like like. Uh, I read some book like five years ago about like psychology and money. I think it was mm, called. Mm-hmm. And. I should know this. Uh, you should know this. Mm-hmm. There's I don't something know. about how you know when you have a gain, like for the like casino example, you think it's a principle or a law of something. Yeah, you're playing on the house money, mm-hmm. but really that's an irrational thought because I can't remember the because, but it's an irrational thought argued by someone. I mean, you could argue that it's not an irrational thought, but the whole idea is is. is that's money that you, it's money that you have right now in this moment. That's, yeah. it's become your money. You're not playing on the house anymore. So, but, but yeah, 
I don't know what else to say about that. But that's all I have to say about that. Well, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I would still play on house money and don't sit here and pretend you wouldn't either. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come on. You go hit a $300 jackpot at the blackjack table. It's not like you can be like, Ooh, no, I'm better taking not 150. Play, I haven't put it I on better red. not play five more hands. No, you'd take 150 and be like, I'm playing $25 hands now. I'm about to make a lot of money or lose this 150 and go home. I'm a little more conservative than that. No. Maybe $10 hands. No. You, you would not even bump it up a little bit for... On my own money, I play $15 hands pretty regularly. You're crazy. You got to spend money to make it, dude. You can't win a lot of money betting $5 well, a hand. Uh, first of all, the casino, the odds are against you to be Absolutely they are. So why would you be conservative and say, I'm going to be conservative and lose my money? Why not be con- not conservative and try to make money and then get the fuck out? Because I've already made money. You just said I made three hundred bucks. Well, yeah, no shit. But I'm saying, I'm saying you can still, you can still be aggressive with the money that you made. We just talked about how you play with house money. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you go to the casino to have fun and gamble. Yeah, you go to the casino to spend money. That's what you do. You yeah. go to the casino to spend two hundred dollars. Okay, I get your point. Yeah, and then you spent that two hundred dollars. You spent two hundred dollars for fun. You didn't go there with the idea of like I better invest this two hundred dollars really right. well. And if you I lose and like, I come out, I'm I'm still happy. I had that, fun, and uh, I don't yeah. do this very often. That's yeah. exactly what you said. So you argue with me, but then you just totally agreed with me? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's life. Man, you're so nice. <laughs> you're so pleasant. That's oh like a different level, of, different level of argument. Is he smarter than us, or is he just... I don't know what's going on. I've never had someone just be like, yeah, you're right, totally, you're good, good job. Good, yeah, good, that good. never happens. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm still on edge. I'm still ready to keep going, and you just quit. Most of our... I would say 90% of our friends, even when they get to the fact that they know they're wrong... <laughs> just keep, They just get yeah, louder. They pound that side. They pound that side still. <laughs> they're like, I don't care. Yeah, I'm on the opposite side of you. I'm gonna ride this bitch out. Yeah, till one of us forgets about it. Bull riders are athletes. (laughs) 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 The best athletes in the world. (laughs) We need to touch on that again. Oh God, are we gonna keep talking? We got some more stuff to talk about. Well, I want to know what it's like to be an only child. We never. Wow, wow, full circle. We haven't talked about that for a little. Full circle, Jesus. Might have to cut and paste this earlier in the. I mean, if yeah, if you want to. I mean, we can go a different direction if you want. Um, it was weird. I don't know really what to say about it. I guess that, um, I had neighbors growing up that kind of acted as my older brothers, I guess they were five years and eight years or so older than I was. So kind of the same situation, same situation you were in as far as age. Um, but yeah, I mean, I go home and I don't have to really you know, don't have those other birthday parties, I guess. I don't have those other relationships that I build in the house. Um, so I don't know if that made me more outgoing or less outgoing. So that's an interesting thought. I don't know if it made me more introverted because I'm okay with being by myself or it made me more outgoing because I had to build those relationships outside of the house. Probably made you, I would think it made you like... Listen to my psychological profession. Like, listen to me. I'm yeah. pretty much what I'm talking about. I think it probably made you better at building relationships. Yeah. Right? I think it made me more creative. Yeah. Absolutely, it did. You're um, way more creative than me. Because I had to do... I had to have those imaginary friends or make up those imaginary situations when I was a kid. Yeah, you had to make fun for yourself. Yeah. You yeah. had imaginary friends. I did. I know the name of my imaginary friend. I never... I don't think I... I don't think I had an imaginary friend, but I would like make up scenarios. The light just went out, but it's whatever. It's cool. 
Um, she got serious in here, anyways. <laughs> Speaking of imaginary friends, my cousin. That's another. You had a cousin that was the same. Well, I guess you kind of live when you moved to London. You kind of live yeah. by Garrett. Yeah, he's your distant cousin. I think. Yeah, is he first cousin? Um, he would be a married first cousin. Yeah. Okay. First cousin by marriage, I guess. But so but that makes a difference yeah. too. If you have a cousin who's around the same age as you, you know, yeah. it's kind of like yeah, having something. But my cousin had an imaginary friend. Fun fact: I think uh, I don't know if it's a fun fact or if it's just. A fact. A fact, something out there. But if you're a child and you have an imaginary friend, um, they say that you're more likely to experience uh, like paranormal things or be, be like a, what is it, like a median? Does that make sense? A medium, right? Isn't it medium? A medium, medium yeah, like medium. a communication. I didn't point. hear what you said. Yeah. I thought you said median. I'm like, I think that's a rhythmic term. Oh, yeah, medium, medium. Okay. But... That makes sense because I also have sleep paralysis, which is a pretty much another thing that has to do with like weird things that happen in your life. So <laughs> little did you know, I've been dealing with the afterlife my whole entire life. I'm sorry. You guys would never, this is the most absurd thing, you guys would never guess my imaginary friend's name, ever. Unless I've told you before. Is it like a regular name or what? <clears throat> no. Nope. Okay, then you're right. I would yeah. never. <laughs> you never do it. That's what I'm saying. It's funny. Uh, it starts with a G. The next letter's an L. Next letter is an I. Glimp. You're close, but it's a glipe. Glipe? No fucking glipe. clue where that came from. Pretty much I was a retarded little kid, but... Drop Dead Fred? You guys ever see that? No. All right, never mind. What is it? Drop Dead Fred. It's about that girl with the uh, imaginary friend, Fred. And he, like, messes with her life and stuff, but at the end of the movie, it, it ends up Fred was actually a good part of her life. I don't know. Dude, Doesn't I'm going to do some looking up on Glipe because I think it's got to mean something. Yeah, I don't know. What's My, it backwards? What's Glipe backwards? I already did that. It's it's like... A pilgy? Yeah, it's a nothing. A Yeah, it's nothing. Did you look up the Satanic Ritual no, handbook? I didn't. I well, told you. I don't know what's happened to me when I was a kid. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's some weird shit. Yeah, you're welcome. What do you think? Maybe, you're the, maybe I'm the haunted one, not you. You do have the freaking picture with the scary woman in the TV. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm comfortable. I had a I had an imaginary friend. Sue me. I didn't have any imaginary friends, but I would like talk to my like stuffed animals or whatever. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of like the same thing, I, I guess. Feel like that, but I feel like that's like a normal thing. Yeah. One thing I can remember as a kid when I was growing up is that um I think shooting baskets, like basketball, I think that's why I was so good at shooting like I grew up Play, I could play basketball by myself, but it was really hard to like play catch by myself, like baseball or football. Mm-hmm. I would grow up, like I grew up taking a football and throwing it into this like little evergreen tree that we had because it would kind of catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would never go play catch with anybody. You know, when I was hanging out with my dad or whatever, after work, we would play catch. But if I'm by myself, it was me throwing my ball at a tree or me throwing the ball like straight up in the air and catching it, like mm-hmm. throwing up and running up, running underneath it and catching it. But yeah, other than that, I think it just made me super creative, super smart, super funny. I agree. S- super athletic and oh, super You are handsome. creative, yeah. smart, funny. Super handsome. funny, super all everything. The all, the, all those things, I check all the boxes there. Yeah. Cool. Dude, my brother used to put me in front of a tree that we had in the backyard and he. this is when I was young. He's like a freshman. I was probably like fourth grade third grade and he used to be like all right you're playing catcher and he would just start chucking curveballs at me and fastballs at me like catch it 
I'm ducked down in front of a tree at third, fourth grade trying to catch fucking curveballs that he's throwing in the dirt. I never took one to the face, but I think that's why I got good at first base and like digging, digging uh, throws to first base because he used to just chuck these. He also used to, that's also why I was a pretty good receiver because he used to go, uh, all right, we're going out back. You're going to run routes. And he, we were learning the route tree when I was like in third grade when he was in middle school and I used to have to run routes in the backyard. So that's why I say like it sucks sometimes and I act like I hated it, but it made me like a better person in a lot of facets of life. So, so it made me not so good at baseball, but so a lot of positives absolutely, or being an only child. Yeah. Like he can, he can draw, he can do things on Microsoft word that I couldn't even do with like the most expensive software. So fuck, I'd rather be creative, but what positives do you take from your twinship? <laughs> a lot of positives. Uh, I think just say name one or two. I mean, we don't have a bit. Well, I don't know if it's a. My brother's like super smart, so I, I can I can ask him anything about anything, and if he usually he knows, but if he doesn't know, he's gonna come up with a pretty good answer that usually if I go look it up is probably right, typically. So that's a positive. I don't know that doesn't come from just being you know twins or brothers, mm-hmm. but outside of that, it's just nice to have. Someone who understands, like, because we went through everything together. So he understands, obviously, it's like the nature versus nurture thing. Yeah. You know, nature and right. we're on the same path. So it's nice to have someone that I could talk to. And he, he kind of understands my, my psyche, I guess. I don't know where other people wouldn't. Yeah. That's cool. Do we want to carry this conversation into another episode? Yeah. I would. Do you have more stuff to say? Do you want to talk about some stuff? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Let's save it for the next episode. I have to pee a little. Me too. <clears throat> I think there's pizza upstairs. All right, so let's eat and pee. And I'm super thirsty. And maybe get a little more beer. Yeah, so we will be back next week for another episode featuring Skylar Farwell.